This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 502 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today we have an awesome neighbor. His name is Bill Springer, and he's with Chefs for Seniors Naples. Bill, how you doing? I'm doing great, Charlie. Very happy to be here. And yeah, we're happy that you are here and, and thrilled with what you're doing in the community. So let's start there. Chefs for Seniors Naples. Tell us what's going on there. Well, we have a great business. Uh, we started it two and a half years ago. Um, it's a franchise. So I own the franchise for Naples. And basically, in a nutshell, um, we prepare meals for seniors so that they can uh, age in place in their home with dignity and uh, with health. So that wow. is basically the nutshell. Wow. I, I tell you, it's, it's so nice that, and, and I don't know if this wasn't available when my parents went through what their ordeal with health and having to move out of their home, which they just hated. Uh, but it's so nice that we as seniors can, Stay in our homes and mm-hmm. other services like yourself that, that make that not only doable, but provide you the quality of life that I think you, you miss out on uh, uh, in many ways when you leave your home. And so that's great. So ha- tell us a little bit about your journey, Bill. How did you get into this? Well, um, I've been a chef all my life. I'm a graduate of the CIA, which is uh, the Cooling Institute of America, not anything to do with uh, counterintelligence. Ah, oh, come on. We'll say that for the other podcast. <laughs> but uh, in Poughkeepsie, New York, because they have several campuses now, but um, uh, I was in, up there and I was chefing uh, throughout the country all of my life. But mm-hmm. at a young age, when I first was born, I was raised for the first three years of my life by my grandmother. So I have a real soft heart feeling. Uh, she later sold the farm where I grew up on and then ended up living in, 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 uh, in our home uh, when I was a teenager and then passing, of course, uh, when I was a young adult. But um, so, you know, that senior thing, uh, as far as my heart and, and how, you know, I uh, associated with my grandmother has always cared, you know, always been with me all my life. Um, and then uh, towards the end of my career as a chef, because uh, now I'm 65, uh, I started looking for ways to give back t- to the uh, to my craft and and fulfill uh, myself, you know, that way. As a Christian, I'm always looking to try to uh, uh, make things better, um, you know, do walk the walk, talk the talk kind of thing. And I came across this opportunity. The company was originated in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, I came down here from Wisconsin, so that kind of made sense. And... Um, so I contacted them and we, we had several con, uh, conversations and a certain amount of vetting had to happen. And uh, later I was able to purchase the 27th franchise of the company. We're now up to like 62 franchises across the nation. Wow. And, uh, you know, I'm happy to say that in the last two and a half years, the, the, the business has grown through COVID. Even the business has grown. Um, we've had to make some adjustments. Uh, I had to procure a certified kitchen so I could prepare meals and then actually deliver them sometimes because uh, while we might, my chefs and I might be vaccinated, some people are still not um, wanting because of their compromised immune systems or whatever other health issues that they might have want us cooking in their home. But mm-hmm. the model, if you will, for Chef for Seniors is to basically 
uh, allow the client to uh, pick a menu. And then we as chef or senior chefs go to the grocery store, purchase the ingredients for those um, menus to be executed, uh, arrive in the home at a specific designated time. And it's usually every, every time that we come the same day and the same time, um, whether it's weekly or biweekly or whatever. And at that point, um, we have our own pots and pans and a little kit that we bring and, and our knives and cutting boards and all that kind of stuff. And we actually prepare the food in the home where the client is so they can see their food being prepared, which is exciting. Um, it's the second most, uh, besides health, as far as nutrition goes, the second most least, least healthy thing for uh, uh, seniors is the, the lack of social activity or lack of social exposure. Yeah. So uh, we coming into their home two and a half hours uh, every time we do a service is just another way for them to have a certain amount of sociability. And I, I'm, t I'm here to tell you, Charlie, over the last two and a half years, we've changed people's lives. Yeah. Um, and and it's a, some of the things that we've done have just been amazing. You know, um, seeing people come out of their shell, invite their neighbors over for, uh, you know, a service so that the, the yeah. neighbors can see the service where they may not have even uh, uh, socialized with their neighbors is really interesting. And that's some, some of the things that have happened because of the service and, and the social aspect of the service. COVID has certainly um, challenged us. And we do have a lot of, uh, right now, we were actually in the last two months starting to go back into more people's homes. But now with the second wave uh, of more, um, how shall I say it? Uh, the COVID variants and stuff like that. Um, I'm getting some calls about folks who uh, are concerned. And so we're back uh, to masking. In some cases, we're back to cooking off-premise in the certified kitchen, yeah. just making those deliveries. But I'm happy to say that even through COVID, the, uh, the chef for seniors in Naples, at least, has grown anywhere from yeah. 5 per ten, to 10% per month. Yeah. So it's just been really exciting, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> So, Bill, the, the first thing that comes to mind when I got on the website and I, I, my goodness, you know, all the awesome things you do, you know, do you ever get people calling you and like trying to fake that they're seniors just so that they could, you know, get your awesome service? Or? Well, you know, I, I, we do have clients that are not officially what you would call seniors and we're, uh -huh. we're okay with that. And we, yeah. uh, we'll do that too. Um, you know, originally that's how it was designed. I've actually expanded a little bit you know, on my uh, magnets on my truck uh, and, and my vehicle um, and all on all my employees' vehicles as well to say that uh, Chef for Seniors to include persons with disabilities and also then veterans. Oh, yeah. So yeah. in the case of persons with disabilities and veterans, we do give them a discount. It's not a lot because, as you know, it's expensive to yeah. live here. So it's expensive to have employees and all that kind of stuff. But um, having said that, I do try to pass on um, yeah. as yeah. much of a discount as I can. And we have, right now we're carrying three clients that are not officially seniors. We're doing food for uh, kids in the home uh, because the parents are very busy and and uh, can't, you know, can't find time to cook and that's fine. Um, we actually got hired by one lady and her husband to teach her children how to appreciate food. So in the beginning we were making uh, pink macaroni and cheese, which we, made pink by using the uh, beet juice to kind of color it. 
and we got them interested in food that way. And then we moved them on to obviously more healthier things. But right. uh, the big thrust of, of what we're doing is the chef for seniors and more. Yeah. Yeah. How about, Bill, when it comes to myths or misconceptions in your world, what do you hear that you can speak to? Well, I think people don't understand, um, seniors and young people and, and uh, uh, sons and daughters of, of parents who are aging, they don't really understand how much nutrition affects a senior's cognitive ability and also then their ability yeah. to have good health. And to fight off any things, uh, you, COVID would be the most recent and most prevalent thing. And so by having, um, you know, we cook the Mediterranean diet, which is kind of like the gold standard uh, that the doctors approve of. And then we also can morph that Mediterranean diet to accommodate um, nightshade issues or, or uh, renal issues as far as that goes, or even puree the food and make it mechanical and so on and so forth. So, and we can adjust the side dishes to make it more palatable that way. But um, I guess my point is, is that nutrition is medicine if it's done in the right way. And we practice that every day. And let food be thy medicine is something that's been a long, you know, been around for a long time. It's a saying, people, a cliche, but it's a fact. And we can we can affect a person's, um, you know, uh, functions with good food and we can improve them. And we have we've lowered people's sugars who have been on, uh, you know, di diabetes medicine yeah. and allowed them to get out of their lazy boy recliner and actually do things uh, because yeah. they couldn't before. Uh, people with nightshade issues, which is uh, something that causes inflammation in your uh, joints and things like that and are and aggravates you know an already existing case of arthritis and nightshade vegetables are basically potatoes and peppers and all the good stuff tomatoes but all the good stuff but 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 by taking that out of their diet and then creatively figuring out ways to make food uh taste and palatable we've 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 uh, improved people's lives to, to where again they can get out of their lazy boy recliner they can they can, they can move their fingers, which is amazing. Um, and, and we've improved their lives and, and actually ultimately kept them out of the, that old folks home, so to speak, yeah. and in their, in their home. So it's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Wow. People with, um, that have cognitive issues like with Alzheimer's and, and uh, um, if you give them a, a steady diet, a good steady diet of, crucifix vegetables, in other words, the green vegetables like kale and broccoli and so on and so forth, you can, can improve, you can't fix the damage that's been occurred by the, by the disease, but you can stay it or you can, you know, freeze it in place, so to speak. And we've actually done that with like two different uh, clients that have been with me now for almost the full length that I've been in business, two and a half years. And to see those two ladies recognize who I am every week when I come in the door and and recognize that they from their doctor i'm getting information from the doctor that they have at least not gone backslid or gone downhill from where they were two and a half years ago it's just so rewarding so rewarding wow, wow. that's awesome appreciate you sharing that how about bill when it comes to outside of the business what are you doing for fun well i have a food truck and so we we uh we uh on the weekends I exercise my my chef's uh, liberties to create things that are kind of interesting, and uh, 
And then also too, I have a family and uh, I have a son who has a rare brain disorder, which is again, another reason why we're, we're targeting people with disabilities because uh, that's, an, uh, you know, I live that every day. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, so just enjoying my family, ha- doing that creative stuff with the food truck and, and uh, at 65, I'm officially Charlie supposed to be retiring, but um, ah. the, the retiring is overrated. <laughs> yeah. Retirement is no fun. I'm no. With you, man. That's great. Yeah. Good for you. How about when it comes to life challenge, Bill, or hardship, looking back in life, what comes to mind, uh, you know, time that you were able to get through the mess, the challenge, and uh, you can now say, well, actually maybe a good thing i'm better for it i'm stronger i learned some things anything come to mind there oh i i, I can't even uh <laughs> I mean, there's a whole bunch mean? of them first <laughs> of all you know uh, uh i'm a christian and i, I came to naples 30 years ago uh, from st petersburg beach as executive chef of the don cesar and i was the original um executive chef of audubon country club and um and was its general manager in opening up the club itself many, many years ago. So, um, but when I came to Naples and I came to Audubon, we had three houses. So I had for the first time in my life, Sundays off, <laughs> which was wow. just simply amazing. So I became a Christian and, uh, because, uh, I had two daughters, um, and the neighbors, we, we, uh, moved right next door to a youth pastor. So obviously yeah. of course, boom, right away, the neighbor was over snatching up the girls, taking them to church, <laughs> stuff like that. And uh, so as, after I became a Christian, not in a valley, but at maybe what you would consider to be a top part of my career or at least a rising part of my career. Um, and then a lot of things changed. You know, uh, my priorities changed. Uh, my way that I wanted to live my life changed. Not that I was living a bad life, but that I wanted to be a better person. And and uh, and, and doing that, um, I basically put a grenade in my career. <laughs> Blew it up. Because <laughs> wow. uh, I didn't want to be on Sunday brunch. I didn't want to be yeah. working those 80 hour work weeks that I was working before. Mm. So, mm. you know, we, we, uh, we did some things. Uh, we opened up a restaurant and uh, the first time we opened up a restaurant, it, it, it failed, you know, and so that you know, hurt us financially. And uh, then we, then we went to work for the Baptist church for a while and we went to work for 10 years at the Methodist church on Goodlett and uh, did some really wonderful things there with the lunch program and the kids had a gardening program and so they were able to bring and grow uh, vegetables and i was able to incorporate them into the lunch program and um and then in the middle of all that uh, our house got hit with a hurricane and the roof came off and yeah so i've been through a lot of fun stuff (laughs) but i've seen through those um challenges and through those dips if you will and highs and lows um, I've seen some beautiful things happen. I've seen uh, people from my church come uh, get out of a van and put on shrimp boots and go out in the yard and pick up the little parts of my roof that were only about the size of a quarter and, and the nails and everything. And other mm-hmm. than strap, strap on, uh, you know, tool belts and jump up on the ladder and help me put the roof back on my house. So um, when you go through those kinds of challenges and then you see how, how, um, how, humanity and how people can come together to help their community it uh it really challenges you to be better and really blesses you and i think i've been blessed and challenged at the same time so yeah which which puts us to chef for seniors i mean when i was searching for an opportunity 
after, you know, I said that my first restaurant failed, but my last restaurant did not fail uh, or food and beverage experience. Actually, it wasn't a failure. And, uh -huh. but it came to an end because it was a, it was a contract with the private uh, club to run their food and beverage operation. And when it did, I started searching for opportunities to kind of slow my life down a little bit and, but still make a certain amount of money. And the chef for seniors th thing came across my desk or across my computer and it just made so great sense, you know, not so many long hours, don't have to worry about the weekend kind of working, um, helping seniors. And it just, it all fit into place. And, yeah. and it was, it's just been a great experience since then. So, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, we just never know what, uh, life has in store for us, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's great. How about yeah. one thing you wish our listeners knew about you and Chef for Seniors Naples? What would that be? Um, let's see. That's interesting. That's a good question. Uh, I think probably what I'd want them to know is that, again, and I've kind of been redundant with this, but we can help them feel better. And Chef for Seniors will work with you if there's a financial issue or whatever else like that as best we can. And, um, and we always try very hard to, to, uh, you know, um, accommodate anybody as far as that financially. Um, at the same time, uh, uh, I do have several chefs, one of which is Jewish, so we can do Jewish, uh, food as well. And we can, you know, we know what, you know what kosher is. So I guess really it's just, you know, yeah. that we're, we're very, it's a client driven industry dealing with hospitality. And because I came from a high end hospitality background, uh, I've carried that through to my franchise of chef for seniors. So we're looking at the client and we're always trying to improve things to make it better for them. Mm -hmm. And we can, we'll work with anybody that way. So. Wow. Awesome. Well, I know we have listeners who want to learn more, Bill, they want to get in touch. What's the best way for them to do so? I think probably the best way to, for anyone to proceed is to go on the website, www.chefsforseniors.com and maybe read the, the cover page. Uh, if you hyphen and put Naples in, then you'll get a picture of me and you'll read about my background because I've got a pretty prestigious background that way. But um, those are things that I used to do. I'm more interested in the things that I'm doing right now for seniors. But um, then um, if they know what a drop down window is, they can go and look at the different menus. We have 70 different menus available for them and it'll have pictures and descriptions uh, underneath each one of those pictures, you know, each one of those menu items. So uh, if they can do that, or if uh, some people have a little, hard time with the computer. So if they, if they just simply Google chefs for seniors meals, they will get that page that has the, the menus on them and the pictures on them that way. And they can just look at that kind of stuff and peruse it. And if they get excited, of course, there's a, there's a, a local number to call or there's a national form to fill out and I'll get a lead generated to me within 48 hours and I will get back to them as soon as I possibly can, as far as that goes. So, yeah. um, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I am looking at the endless number of meals and oh my goodness, is that so good? Yeah. I'm so hungry now all of a sudden. <laughs> well, we have 70 uh, meals wow. there in the program, but then 
again on that drop down window it says if you're an existing client you can click on that and that gives you a total of 90 so we increase that by 20 wow. uh and like i said we're cooking the mediterranean diet and different from us than some of the other fellows uh, or other companies that service seniors in kind of our capacity is we're preparing meals specifically for them. So yeah. if they don't like Brussels sprouts, we can substitute asparagus. Um, yeah. If they don't want sweet potatoes and they want regular potatoes, if they can have that in your diet, you know, um, yeah. we'll prepare that for them. So we're, we're extremely more flexible and accommodating that way. The other thing is, is that all my chefs, I'm very blessed to have, uh, right now I have uh, Chef Chrissy, Chef Sarah, Chef Richie, chef steve and then chef bill and i'm getting ready to bring on another chef chef sean um all those chefs have been in the, in the business for 10 15 20 30 years or their all their whole entire lives a couple of them have had the bypass surgeries and the and and so on and so forth so they're cooking the mediterranean diet for themselves yeah. and uh i guess my point is you know there is um we can really uh, there's just so much we can do for the client, you know, I mean, that, that the other guys can't do. I mean, plus you don't have to chop and slice or dice anything. If you get it in a box, <laughs> you know, we're going to cook it for you, put it in microwavable safe containers, label it and date it. We're going to help you put it in your refrigerator or your freezer, whichever way you want to go that way. Cause mm -hmm. uh, each time we come, we're preparing 10 mm -hmm. to 12 meals. So it's, it's enough meals for a couple for a whole week. It's enough wow. meals for a single person for like two weeks. And um, we, we, there's no contract. There's no long-term commitment like there is with some of the other people. They want six months or eight weeks or 12 or whatever. Um, yep. We're very, very accommodating. It's very, very, again, client-driven. So, um, awesome. yeah. Well, Bill, it looks like you thought of everything. I, uh, I know you're going to have folks uh, reaching out to you. One of them might be myself. Um, and, uh, <laughs> we wish you the absolute best there. Keep doing what you're doing. Okay. Thank you, Charlie. It's been a pleasure. And keep doing what you guys do, helping out the neighborhood and doing these podcasts so that the community can be improved by uh, what you do, which we appreciate very much. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.